Hello everyone, we are back with the Two Having to Roll podcast. My name is Oliver. On this show, Robin and myself talk to Mike. Mike is a long-time LARPer, but now he is part of the NPC, that's non-player character crew at Empire LARP here in the UK. We discuss the NPC roles within the Empire LARP system, what it's like to be in the NPC role, in empire this comes up a lot in the episode but currently as of may 2023 empire npc crew currently have spaces to fill if you are interested this will be a good episode for you or if you're just interested in npcs and how they function within larp games if you're watching this on youtube give us a thumbs up Click that subscribe if you are new so you know when a new episode is posted. If you're listening on a audio platform, then give us a five-star review. That'll also help us out. And with that all out of the way, let's get into our conversation with Mike. We have Mike here with us. Mike, you are on the so you are on the plot team. Is it called the plot team? So I am a plot NPC. A plot. Is, the, is the team that I'm on, yeah. Okay, plot M- NPC. So you are in charge of which part of the the plot writing process? So technically speaking, I'm a I'm an NPC. So basically, mm-hmm. the plot team's divided into into two groups. You've mm-hmm. got the NPCs, who are the people who are actually going out playing all of the you know the foreigners, the barbarians, heralds, all of that kind of mm-hmm. people who go out onto the field. Mm-hmm. Um, there's kind of about 30 or usually kind of kind of 20 at an event sort sort of thing at the moment we are recruiting if you want to <laughs> if you want to sign up i'm sure we'll get on to that yeah um and then there's also the plot writers who mm. are the people who are um, actually writing the plots and um briefing the npcs about what they're going to do um it, we're all backstage there's quite a bit of overlap between the two so i started as a plot npc um, after I've finished playing the game, um, but I've now moved on to taking on some plot writer duties, mm-hmm. um, but not full time. And then plot writers will often uh, NPC roles as well. Um, yeah. And uh, and so yeah, that's that's kind of how it's yeah. all. We all work together backstage. Yeah. So you mentioned recruiting. How did how did you how did you find yourself in this position? In yeah. the, how did you how did you get how did you get into the crew side of LARP? Did you LARP before before you started working with PD or? Yeah, yeah, I've been LARPing 16, 17 years yeah. at this point. So, um, so started at a local uni LARP, then got into Fest LARPs through Laurian Trust. Um, and I um, played Maelstrom, so I played the PD system uh, before Empire mm-hmm. All right, yeah. uh, with a bunch of people. Uh, actually, I played Odyssey as well, um, which which started before Empire, but carried on into that Empire. Yeah. Uh, and basically, yeah, enjoyed Maelstrom, enjoy, uh, enjoyed that. So... Um, me and a bunch of other people were in a, were in a group uh, at Maelstrom, and we all basically went into Empire being very hype, um, set, up a, set up a new group from the start of the system. So I've been playing Empire since since the very first event. Uh-huh. I think I've only missed two events ever uh-huh. since, the, since the thing started. Um, played a couple of characters up front, uh, started quite a sh- relatively short-lived character first, then I played a, uh, a character uh, in the league. Uh, you became general, uh, and then Ooh. as is classic wow. as general, yep, as classic for a general, I died on a skirmish. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> and at that point, uh, and at that point, basically, I'd kind of uh, so this was a, this would have been twenty seventeen, so so about four years into the game. Yeah. 
at that point, I kind of done everything I'd wanted to do as a player in the game, uh, and so didn't really have an idea for next character. Um, and so uh, inquired about crewing. Um, actually, nearly ended up on skirmish crew, um, but then sort of at the last second, someone else I knew on crew was like, "Don't you fancy being a plot NPC because they're looking for people and think you'd enjoy it." Mm. Um, and that's how I got my that's how I got my start. Went into went into crewing from there, and um, yeah, loved then you know, being NPC crew ever since. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be totally honest. I probably enjoy being a being a plot NPC more than I ever did playing the game. Yeah. It's a very different experience. Um, yeah, uh, but um, it's you know being a plot NPC empire is some of the most fun I've ever had. Love. Yeah. That sounds yeah. That sounds really cool. I mean, as a plot NPC, do you end up playing like similar roles or do you have like a main sort of thing that you end up there as an NPC as or do you not really know until you're actually there so really it really depends so so I'm in a sort of slightly unique situation in that I've I've got a long-term herald NPC um, called Rebel okay. who uh, deals with the uh, challenge of the Iron Duke stuff kind of more of a magical civil servant than anything else it's very much um less about the plot and more about making sure a part of the game runs smoothly um and um we can maybe talk about the, the barrier stuff later but yeah in, in terms of what you end up doing at an event um so what will happen is the plot writers before every event will uh they'll be writing a bunch of plots um usually they if there's some complicated ones they'll try and um get people to sign up for them beforehand because um most of the plots might have quite an involved brief and so it's good if you can kind of read up on things beforehand people can pick and choose what you want to do uh but then often you'll also pick up some stuff at the event as well um and so basically you know as the event goes on uh we'll be looking for uh you know all, all the plots that we going out we'll be looking for what needs filling you know each plot will need a certain number of people and and you'll kind of so so you know some of your stuff will be it'll be filled out before the event some mm. of it will be uh some of you done at the time and there are other recurring characters as well so, so some people will um you know play a plot npc multiple time most of the time you just go out you just go out the once and, and that's it for that npc yeah so i imagine it's like a like an instant kind of uh feed like an instant feedback because some of it you, like you can't script out the whole thing but i guess if you is that why you tend to play your obviously because you you know you're used to the kit and you're used to the npc and people are used to seeing you but is that another part of playing the same npcs because you know how that type of plot is going to go on that character and you can kind of feedback to pd in real time or is it just a here's a script and then go do your thing and then see what happens so um I'll talk about I'll talk about general general stuff here. So I mean, what will happen is is everyone will be uh, everyone who's on plot NPC is going to come from a different background. So both in terms of what LARP they like to do, sort of what roles they like to play, and uh, just simply uh, what they know about best. Um, because one of the things about plot NPC and one of the things about why it can be quite challenging to recruit people is. You know, you've had people on before on the show talking about kind of how overwhelming the wiki is, yeah. right? You know, how much there is. So, you know, that's if you're playing a character in a nation, right? If you're a plot NPC, you could feasibly play a character from any nation in the Empire or a barbarian or a foreigner or a herald. And so now we don't expect everyone to know all of that, especially right off the bat, people will come in. But you've got to have a pretty, a pretty you know, breadth of knowledge. So, um, you know, 
people will have different experience. So for example, it's ironic. I, I, you know, have this recurring Herald character who's probably one of the more famous NPCs in the field. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know that much about the Magic game because I never played Magic game as a player. I wasn't, you know, I never really got involved in that. So, uh, so I had a kind of embarrassing experience once where I, I played a Herald of a Night Herald of Sadogua. Um, someone basically was like, "Oh, you know, we're, we're going to do a Sadogua plenipotentiary. Come along." When I was a relatively new NPC. Um, and I walked into the Hall of Worlds and I'm like, oh, this will be fine. And then night magicians start talking to me and I've got no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and so I um, just kind of had to basically uh, act like I didn't know anything and I just sat in the post room and didn't know have a clue what was going on. Yeah. Um, so obviously that's a situation you don't want to be involved in. So people, you know, tend to uh, want to stick to stick to what they know in terms of the roles. Yeah. But as you as you go on in plot NPC, you'll 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 get a, you'll get a bigger and bigger grasp of of everything that's going on and anything you don't know on you, you can just read beforehand because um, yeah. we've got access to the wiki backstage i was wondering this i, I met my, my first herald last event and i kept wondering wow like the way that they're able to respond and react to things as it's happening was incredible and i kept thinking do you have a, an earpiece or something in or anybody feeding that information to you if you get stuck or is it just a case of you you know that character and you know what where where it's where you're hoping to go yeah, so very rarely you'll have um, you'll have an NPC with an earpiece in. Uh, generally speaking, that will be if it's a if it's a plot writer do, doing it. But most of the time, no, it's just uh, you've got a brief that you remember. Uh, you, people take notes as well often if there's stuff to remember. Um, and just a lot of people backstage are wiki warriors and just remember all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, and and also you know. You get good at improvising when you're uh, when you're playing as well. Just yeah. kind of going with the flow of things. Yeah, I was just about to say that because it's not just it's just not it's not just like your knowledge on the wiki. It's the level of of your roleplay competence, I guess. Because as players, obviously, we give everyone like they, and we give each other we give each other a lot of slack. You know what I mean? It's it, we kind of flow in and out of roleplay, and it's like make sure make sure everyone's comfortable. There's new players, there's new role players, but when as players when we're discussing the npcs the heralds like it's we 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 treat you as the plot that we get to go and interact and we're like going almost to be it's 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 almost more of an audience uh kind of thing for us and i imagine like an entertainment part for you because we're we're going to you as the plot npcs expecting a certain thing like we're going to you being like oh this is a herald of of uh who did be Soren and we're like, oh, we're, we're that we went to go see, and it's like, oh, we're expecting a certain thing. Is is that something that's very different from, say, like joining skirmish crew or something? Not that skirmish crew aren't great role players, but is there a bit more pressure on the NPC crew for that type of thing? Yeah, sure. The, the, I mean, at the end of the day, um, I mean, you know, I, like I said, I, I have great fun being a plot NPC. I think some people think, you know. Um, you know, we're backstage crewing and it's kind of a chore or something. Couldn't be further than the truth, right? We love playing all of these <laughs> roles. But yeah, you want you want to put, you know, at the end of the day, the thing I always try to remember is is that, you know, um I, at the end of the day, I don't pay for events. You know, I get all my food done for. The people when I'm a herald, the people I'm talking to, they've all paid, you know, probably quite a considerable sum of money to, you know, come to this event and mm-hmm. basically, you know, they're spending some of their fun time, you know, with my herald character. So I want to make sure people are getting a fun product. So yeah. certainly, yeah, you take it seriously. You want to make sure you're well prepped you you know you're not gonna you're not gonna say anything that's gonna ruin anyone's game you know you're not gonna give anyone the wrong information or anything like that so um you know it's it's you know we we want to have fun and put out something good but but you're always remembering that you know this is 
I mean, like you say, I think you said, what's well, the first time you've ever seen a Herald on the field? You know, people don't just, you know, just the limitations of the size of the prop team and, and especially now the size of the field means, you know, people just aren't going counter Heralds and that sort of thing not often. So you want, well, you want to really make sure that, you know, when they do meet one, it is a really special experience. Yeah. So what's, what's the, what's the NPC? Cause obviously like, you know, peer, peering behind that, like uh, crew curtain, cause we've spoken to like skirmish, skirmish crew people. What, what's, what's the structure like for NPCs and, like skirmish crew because obviously we went on a conjunction uh last event and we went to go yeah, yeah meet with a herald soren and obviously it's like soren's lackeys were there and it was very much like oh this combat is very much a a possibility here but i was like after the fact i was like i wonder if they're like are they are they skirmish crew were they npcs or is there a is there a mix of people who do skirmish crewing and npcing or uh so so there's Two separate teams. So there's the skirmish NPC team, and then there's the plot NPC team. Um, what will happen on skirmishes is um, you'll get a mix of the mix of both. Um, so basically, if you need a bunch of combat people, that'll be skirmish for sure. But then often, if you've got uh, some kind of uh, NPCs on a skirmish, you need to do some talking or something like that. That will generally be the plot. You'll, you'll send out maybe like one or two plot NPCs or, or something like that to do that as long as they're comfortable with combat um which not everyone is so you know yeah. it's, it's up to people yeah. um there is a bit of bleed between the two though so there are some skirmish crew people who are happy doing that sort of roles and so sometimes we'll recruit people we'll recruit people for for that kind of thing um and sometimes the plot writers will, will get something special for, for skirmish crew if you need like a bunch of people yeah just because just because just there's just because there's more of them yeah. um it's very flexible backstage so you know basically if people have got an interest in things, we'll try and get people to, you know, do do whatever they're comfortable with. Um, on the flip side, there's people in skirmish crew who you know are, are newer to the game and just don't have that knowledge of kind of the plot, or, or just don't kind of like that. They're here for fighting; they're not here for role playing and that kind of thing, and so don't want to do those sorts of roles. Yeah, and that's really good then, like that the fact that it focuses if people were to come and join um the join as the as part of the plot crew or part of the NPC crew or part of the skirmish crew, they are what they're comfortable with is actually you know where they will end up being placed. That's really good because I was thinking you know oh if I were to go and join you know part of this crew would I be put in a situation like okay you need to go out and speak to a load of these players in this sense. And if I wasn't comfortable doing that, would you then be put elsewhere? So that's really good that that is like a focus there between like behind the curtain slightly. That is that is really good that that is a focus on the people that are working there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never want to put people in a position that they're, they're not comfortable with. So, um, so uh, on plot NPCs at least, um, you know, basically you get canvassed for, for what you want to do. So, so I think I'm really don't like doing kind of crime and sort of like sneaking about role play. So I'm just like not 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 into that really at all. Um, on the other hand, I, you know I'm fine sort of doing public speaking and sort of you know actual like org organising of, of stuff. So sort of organising in character as my herald the, the summer tourney that were, that was happening sort of last year and making sure that went smoothly. Some people wouldn't have liked to do that, for example. So uh -huh. yeah, you can do what you want. And then and we have people move te move teams as well. So yeah, there's people who've gone sort of from Plot NPC to other to other teams, you know, some of them have gone to the civil service. We get people coming over from skirmish to join plot NPC. Sometimes plot NPC people will go do skirmish things as well if it's uh you know if there's nothing going on. And mm -hmm. 
like I say, everyone backstage kind of kind of works together to to make sure we're putting out the putting out some really some really nice moments for people. Yeah. yeah. So you say you you you've branched out into doing a little bit of the the actual written plot stuff. Is that to do with your uh, your specific NPC, or is it a bit more broad than that? So at the moment, it's just it's just uh, just to challenge the Iron Duke stuff. So yeah. so I guess I guess to to explain. Um, so like I said, I I, I play a long time Herald called yeah. uh, Herald's called Rebel. It's a herald of, of, of Barry and the Iron Duke, Lord of the Crossroads, uh, Master of the Dragon Forge. Can't remember all of his titles. I try and use <laughs> well, every time well I if the herald doesn't know, yeah. then watch out to be Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and basically, so uh, so I think Scarlet mentioned this, right? As, yeah. Um, as Archmage's summary is basically as a ritual in the system called Challenge the Iron Duke, um, which uh, you can cast. And um, essentially what that does is it summons a herald to your tent who's going to come and interrogate you about uh, oh. about your quest. <laughs> oh, they come to the player? Oh, oh cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people, people don't, yeah, people don't realise this. Yeah, so uh, so, what the, so what the original does is it means that um, you um, get a challenge from Barion, who is, uh, who is an Eternal of Summer. Um, and what happened is, uh, so it used to just be, it used to just be me. There was someone else before, b- before me. So I, I rebel took over from a previous herald called Castellan, um, who was a, who was a previous NPC. Um, and now there's, all, there, now there's, um, there's a few more of us now. I've got some, um, uh, you know, I've got, I've got some, some other people who are sort of like trained up as Barry and Herald. And yeah, if you cast the ritual, um, we're going to come, we're going to talk to you. We're going to find out, uh, what, what your deal is, how you best want to be challenged. Um, and then yeah, you'll get you'll get a, a magical scroll, which will uh, give you a challenge, and then you'll go off and do it and uh, see if you uh, succeed or not. Um, and so um, at the moment, um, we turn up every Friday. We book a different place on Anvil every Friday for a couple of hours. Um, so some of the Baron Heralds will turn up, and uh, basically you'll see it in the Winds of Fortune. We'll say we want to talk to these people for X, Y, Z reason. People who are all doing challenges. Um, to make sure that's all going smoothly. Uh, but if anyone wants to come and talk to us, sort there. If you just want to come and talk to a herald, we're, all, oh, right, we're okay. all very nice. We're, yeah, we're the, we're, we're the nice, no polite idea herald. That you could do yeah, yeah, yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're all we're, we're all chill. Yeah, it's all there in the Winds of Fortune. So I'm always surprised. Not to, uh, <laughs> it's always right. We put it in the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it sounds great because it sounds it's like a, it's like a well when when um, Scarlet was telling about us, I was just like. Yeah, I've I've basically been trying to think of a way why I've I've got a reason now uh, why I would want to why I'd want to challenge. I'm not gonna uh, spoil it here. It's something I definitely want to do, but I def I'd li- I like the idea because I didn't know about it before either. I definitely like the idea because it's almost like a personal quest, you know. Especially for like a big LARP system, it feels very much like that. Obviously, when you what people think that you might lose in that in the big fest LARP is that kind of contained adventure but is is that kind of what you're providing in these challenges is kind of a personally tailored little adventure yeah 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 to a degree i mean what we generally want to do is we want to so when someone gets a challenge that's that's now uh, that's now my duty is to, is to is to that's my plot writing part is i will i will write the challenge and, and write all the, the, the associated plot with it and that's going to be tailored based on the character and, and, and what you um and what you tell us there are there are boundaries which we'll, we'll discuss in character you know the heralds will discuss kind of what barry and will and will not do um and uh but yeah yeah you'll 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 get a little challenge um <laughs> one difficulty with challenge the iron duke is uh you know obviously you want to say yeah come do it it'll be great 
uh, but we've got, you know, we have got limited capacity. So at the minute, we've got a sort of nice number of people doing it. There have been times in the past where it seemed like half of Dawn wanted to cast it, and we had to kind of be like, chill out for a year. <laughs> we just can't write. We can't write that much for people. Yeah. You know, specifically um, Dawn, can you just chill out? For it, it was. It was literally specifically yeah. Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Dawn. Dawn and Wintermark are the two who, two who uh, just just. Love Barry and love love challenges. Love love uh, getting in there. Um, yeah. Everyone else doesn't uh, doesn't doesn't show me as much love apparently. Yes. <laughs> so because so so so, I, so you you cast you cast the rituals the summer ritual right so challenge the Iron Duke and then is it ideally if you've got the the, the time I'm assuming and the and the, sorry not the time the the amount of people uh, able is it the following summit then that you come to the tent to discuss uh, the challenge. Uh, but if you if you cast it during the summit, depending on what time you cast it, we'll come find you at the summit. Oh, at the summit. Yep. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because and then I'm assuming you. So you 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 come find. Then I'm assuming you sit down. Then you go right. Okay. Uh, what what challenge do you want to do? And then I'm assuming you then have to go away and then write the plot. Is that the plot the kind of plot that you you specifically might uh, write in? Then if you're going away, and then you have to write that challenge for that player. Is that the type of thing you're doing? Yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be yeah. We'll go we'll go away, and in the in the meantime, once we've gathered all the information, we we want that's when we'll go away and work out what work out what we want to do, and then come back and you'll uh, get a nice lovely challenge scroll and be sent on your way. How how crazy how crazy do the challenges actually get? Do people ask for outrageous challenges like I want to kill a dragon or something? Well, <laughs> you don't get what you ask for. That's the that's the that's the big thing. Barion doesn't do requests. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, you have to say uh, what sort of thing you'd like to be challenged on, and then we're going to come up with we're going to come up with the rest. So it'll be a, it's, a, it's a nice surprise, yeah, for uh, for what you want to do. You can you can guide it to be sort of like what what sort of thing you want to be challenged on, but the the specifics is 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 up to us. Yeah, uh, if you want to know what challenges have gone on, you'll have to go and find some challenges and ask them in the field. Yeah, yeah, because I've got like as I said, I've got an idea, and it's very much like uh oh yeah i i want to prove this about myself that type of that type of thing not oh yeah i want a yeah. challenge involving this um but like you like you, you said i'm, I'm assuming because i was going to ask you that i'm assuming that people can be like hey you know can it be more like combat focused or can it be more uh problem solving focused or political focused things like that I'm assuming. yeah yeah you, you can you can guide it in that sort of way because yeah we obviously we don't want to give someone a challenge that they're going to hate so if you yeah. someone says i don't want anything to do with combat or, or sometimes it's obvious based on what they said but yeah if you you know if you say i don't want to do combat or i really want to do a combat one or you know i want to test my skill at arms or, or whatever then yeah we'll we'll tailor it appropriately yeah how, how many of these are how many of these a year do you actually get for i mean you've already said that sometimes there's just too many and then you can't get through them uh, but how many currently are you like doing mm. I don't know off the top of my head. Does it take you? Is it? Oh, is God. it? Does it take up all of your weekend doing them, or is it? Is it just? Is no. it just part? Okay. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't take up. Doesn't take up all of my weekend. No, mm. it's um. Uh, sometimes revel gets roped into other stuff. So there have been occasions where I've I've spent a lot of the weekend as revel, but that's usually because I'm doing stuff like like there's the summer the summer tourney last year or yeah. uh, revel's kind of like I say revel's kind of a magical NPC. Um, because it's sort of like if you want so one of the things about Barion is that Barion is the eternal is um extremely neutral about stuff 
and he's yeah. got amity with the empire mm-hmm. so basically um often if something magical from somewhere has to happen that isn't going to cause like controversy with anyone they'll just be like rebel go in and do it because no one <laughs> no one will complain <laughs> whereas if a knight of elinaris or something turned up people will, some people might get mad or something so yeah, yeah. it's just and, and also just the fact that I've done it loads. People know who I am, and mm-hmm. it's it's you know if you just want something to happen smoothly, mm-hmm. um, that can be useful. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, like, does Rebel find then that they have um, special connections with those players out on the field that have actually had the interaction with them? And do you end up still seeing these people that have been challenged previously and still have that you know that bond with them? Oh yeah, yeah. So, so not just challenges. So, so um, yeah, certainly you'll you'll see the challenges around, and people or uh, people will talk about maybe doing another challenge or, or or something like that, or thanking Barion for their reward or something like that. Um, but also just there's a bunch of you know summer mages and people like that who are always keen to to make sure I'm doing all right. Um, I think I put it in the comments of the, of the one that Scarlet was on, but the, but the the first time I turned up was Revel. I didn't really know what was going on. <laughs> it was sort of like it was. It was just a whole sort of part of the game mm-hmm. that I hadn't really interacted with before, so I wasn't sure like who to speak to and things like that. And then eventually, Lucas, the Archmage, so just comes up and it's just like you're Revel, and literally like grabs me by the arm, dragged me around, and will just introducing me to everyone, yeah. <laughs> which was really really useful. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I wouldn't, probably wouldn't have met them otherwise, and yeah. sort of uh, sort of uh, got me got me on the ground floor. So. Um, it's uh, it's funny because we do the classic two busy people at uh, at LARP because usually within that sort of two hour window on the on the Friday when we're yeah. trying to get everything done it's it's usually kind of you're packing everything in so we'll sort of pass like ships in the night where it'll be like hello Revel hello Luch and then we're like having a nice day and it's like yeah it's like okay <laughs> bye bye see you next time because <laughs> we're both going off to do whatever it is whatever we're, we're doing. Up to. But, I mean, it's, it sounds very much like, I know you said like the player experience is very different from the NPC experience, but it sounds very much like like you, you are you are doing the types of things a player would be, you, or you're on the field a lot in kit doing story stuff, right? Is, is that yeah, the yeah. your weekend or do you ha- or do you spend quite a lot of time in, in the backstage tent? It really depends from event to event um, because uh, it just depends on sort of what what plots are going out there and, and and what's happening. Sometimes there can be some downtime. Sometimes you can be you can just be going straight from one plot to another. You know, throughout throughout the whole throughout the whole weekend. Um, you know, um, it, you know. I, ideally, you want you want to be you want to be going out out there as much as possible. Um, you know, certainly certainly I like so basically I'll. I'll I'll never turn down a pop personally. I'll always just just keep going out there. Um, you know, um, that's what you know. Some people take take a bit more breaks um, yeah. and things like that. You know, it just depends on people's yeah. um, energy energy level and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, one thing is, you know, um, one of the things you have always got to kind of keep in mind is, you know, each time you're going out with someone different, and so you've got to kind of erase all of those connections from your head of people that you know and interact with and you know take it take it completely fresh so um if you're doing sort of a lot of things in a in a in a row um going out onto the field is like sort of lots of different roles yeah that can be you've got to get in headspace whereas obviously everyone playing on the field is just playing one character start to finish through the rest of the event yeah that's hard enough because it like he won this year because like we we had a lot of like quite a few like long-standing characters and dawn like obviously died, died at the end of last year and then there was like that eight month gap and then we come back and then you're seeing the same 
faces, you know, out of character. And then you keep having to remind yourself, this is a different, this is a different character. This is a different guy. I've got to interact with them differently. So I can imagine that must be, uh, yeah, difficult for an NPC. Like you said, if you're constantly switching NPCs up, what's your, um, actually, what's your, uh, what's your kit like? Are you, are you quite well, like, like some of the heralds are in like huge, great big suits, right? Yeah. And others are a little bit more subtle. Yeah. So, uh, so for Rebel specifically, I've got a custom costume that was that was done for it so all, all the baryon heralds either either because they're because they're recurring either have or will have their own stuff and then basically yeah a lot of the heralds have have custom made stuff um um or even if it's generic heralds we've, we've got kind of a nicer herald only stuff and we'll make things up but yeah backstage there, there's a full costume wrap for every nation um plus like accessories and and all of and all of that stuff uh plus all of all of the foreigners and things like that things like that as well so basically for for nation stuff uh there's just kind of open racks and things like that and people can just pick their own costume mm-hmm. um and yeah. then there's really specific stuff for um you know basically places outside of the empire because we want to make sure that they've got a really specific distinct look um so that people immediately know that's someone not from the empire that's that's something special mm um yeah no i no yeah i i no, i i what one that well the, obviously the best thing about uh empire is those 10 distinct nations now i guess that's why the, the important thing is that everyone looks like they're from that nation so when like i had a so i actually had to get a fizz rep for something uh i won't go too much into it i had to get a fizz rep for something and i was like uh one of the main things i wanted to do was make sure because it was from like not of the empire and i was like yeah. i want to i want to i want to make sure it doesn't look of the empire and then i started asking people i'm like oh i might make it look a bit like what about something that looks a bit aztec and then people were saying you've been playing the game longer than me you'd be like oh no that's that's like this nation i'm like oh, what about like something a little bit like more um like normanish and they're like no no no, that's this nation oh, that's this nation over here i'm like oh damn <laughs> because we were just like oh we'll just go and get something it'll be fine everything we got we're like no this th- this could be linked to this nation and this could be linked to that and we have to like we you ended up doing a bit more research didn't you into like what you know other places outside the empire would actually look like yeah. and to make it look like it was definitely not from the empire yeah. but yeah yeah so, so there is someone backstage whose job is just it's just sorting out a costume um she she makes a lot of the costume and makes sure it's sorted out and basically if you dress up for a role and are not dressed appropriately you've not dressed the wrong kit you will get <laughs> you will get you will get collared and and told yeah. to uh, to put to put the right stuff in but again it's you know it's it's all part of the product so we want to make sure we're you know we're putting out something good something good for players if this is going to be one of one of the times they interact with the plot so yeah because that's it a lot of people don't actually get to do that you know like it wasn't until i mean obviously apart from you know you go obviously you go on skirmishes and you fight um you fight skirmish crew it wasn't until like this yeah this event that we did any type of like we did some eternal game and that was the first kind of time that i mean i didn't actually interact too much with the um with the heralds but obviously you know it was, it was um yeah that was the first time in four events we actually would interacting with with players for a prolonged period of time so it's yeah it's it's not it's not common like you say it's not common that you just bump into a herald walking around amble right no no it's, i will say that though there is some there are some canny players out there who because quite a lot of the plot npc team have been around for quite a while i mean i've yeah. been doing it six years at this point there's yeah. been people doing it longer than me as well so you do get some people who see my face or or, or one of the fighting PCs face and just be like oh. Oh. <laughs> some <laughs> something something is afoot yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and come and call me but no I mean I mean 
one of the gratifying things is if you've dressed up in a particular costume, especially for a foreign nation, you step on the field and people just instantly clock you as go, oh, you're from from X Y Z. If it's somewhere that's where you know you've 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 done a good job. Yeah. So so the the two main games that you would do if you're an M- if you're on NPC team would be like the Eternal stuff and the foreigners. Is is that it, or is there is there other aspects to it? I'd say probably probably the most common the most common thing is um just just empire stuff just playing people playing people from the empire um right, okay. i mean okay. yeah that's that's a, that's a common thing i mean mm. again it's really going to depend on 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 what what people think is important at the time but um you know basically you know roughly speaking you know, whatever is in the winds of fortune for that event you know there's often going to be stuff relating relating to that uh relating to that going on um heralds are a big part of it um you know or or, or stuff, stuff to do with the magic game um but yeah foreigners and barbarians quite quite common as well um, i'll often do that because um there are some people in plot npc who don't like wearing orc masks whereas i'm i'm totally i'm totally fine with with, with orc masks and, and and to be honest basically all my favorite things to play are, bar, uh, are barbarian orcs or, or non-barbarians as the grendel are right now so that's <laughs> why so i was one of the i was one of the grendel questioners um we were talking to the uh Cardinals, I don't know what the word is. Basically, a load of priests. Yeah, um, okay, yeah. we were talk, talking last time. So, um, so uh, one of the absolute favourite things to do is be is be a barbarian or wandering around, uh, wandering around uh, anvil. It's always a, Cause, cause or, it, or, or, always a fun thing. Yeah, because it gets the whole place buzzing, right? So there's a. Uh... The stuff coming up with the Grendel soon, isn't there? Because everyone keeps telling me that we're because we because we we started playing uh, last year, um, and I think previously there was a lot of um, fighting against the Grendel. So we we've as players we've never actually even set eyes on Grendel yet. No. So, but apparently there's there's some some treaty coming up this year or something. Yep. So. <laughs> some of us remember fighting the Thul. That's the that's for old heads only. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um. That that's that's the funny thing is that you don't you you don't know kind of what's going to happen and it's really like I know you can't like pull the curtain back too much but sometimes you're like oh is it it, it almost feels like oh yeah we're doing really well against against the druge now and you're just like hmm it's, it feels like just just uh, the right about time for something to go wrong and for us to actually go to war with someone else as well now so. Yeah, it, it feels like that. It feels like there's all these plates spinning with all these different barbarians and those that we are not at war with, those that we are at war with. And like you just said, Oliver, it's just like we, we've just been fighting the Druze like every event. And it's like we're, we're kind of getting there. And I'm just thinking something, something bad's going to happen, isn't it? Something, something is right around the corner and I'm not sure... We're ready for it. I'm try, trying to read Mike's expression. I know. I saw a slight smile. And... So hard. That's a good question, actually. Like you might be able to answer, might not be. But if if someone joined the NPC crew, do do you get? I mean, because it's it's there's a it's a freaking big plot. Like there's so much going on. I mean, I'm assuming you don't know everything that's going on at any time, anyway. Do you? You must only really know your little corner of it, do you? Yeah. So. So I'm getting now. Now that I I am doing some plot writing stuff, yeah. I'm a bit more involved in that sort yeah. that sort of thing. So, but but I'll be honest. So so even now, I don't have sort of like any input or knowledge about sort of the military side of the game. That's all very that's all very locked away. Um, a lot a lot of the long term stuff is, is is locked away. When you're an NPC crew, especially when you're start, it will just be one plot at a time, and you'll mm-hmm. be you'll be this is your plot. 
this has been written, go off and do it, this is your book, it's been written, go off, go off and do it. And sort of, um, you know, uh, some people just stay stay with that, basically. Some people, there's, there's some people who've just been doing plot in PC, they're not interested sort of in the wider plot stuff or, or plot writing at all. And, and that's just how they continue. Um, you know, some people will kind of get more into the the, the broader broader spread of the plot, but no, even there's yeah, there's there's still stuff that you know um, you can be backstage a while and there'll still be kind of kind of sways that you that yeah. you won't just know about. You have no idea whatsoever. Well, that's a good point. Actually, I was thinking about this the other day. So, is there someone? I mean, there's obviously must be. Is there one person in charge on the logistics of where you go beyond the Sentinel Gate? Because we we went on that uh, conjunction. We were supposed to be obviously in the woods uh, with Soren's lackeys, and it's just like I was like in this little spot, and I'm just like, this is the perfect spot. Because I feel like it was. You wouldn't think there was like three thousand people like behind you. It was just dead silent, and I was like, oh, no, I it felt was, isolated. Yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> I must have walked through these woods a hundred times by now, and I can't actually recognize it. Is there someone in charge of being like, oh yeah, that needs to be in that part of the woods, but that can't interfere with that part of the woods, or do you just kind of figure it out amongst yourselves where everyone's going? So I'm, I think there's specific spots yeah. that stuff happens in. Yeah. Um, I believe that's not really my period. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, there are um, there there is a set dressing team though, right? Okay. So particularly for the, so particularly for the encounter tents, they'll they'll they're just in charge of, of dressing those up to 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 look really really lovely and cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, they'll do some stuff outside as well if you know you're you're going to a, a nice place, which is without some set dressing. Yeah, yeah, because that's um, a lot so, to organise, isn't it? To be like, right, okay, we've got all these conjunctions going on, plus you know, we've got the big conjunction going on as well. So to have to be like, I mean, because when you think about like the bigger conjunctions, you're like, okay, it's pretty straightforward. If we want, if we want the Imperials coming out of the, you know, the, onto the field or onto the, the, the woods, that makes sense. And obviously to have all the, bar, all the, the monstering people go the other way and up so they don't see each other, that that's straightforward. But then I was like, when we went on these, these skirmishes, I'm just like, the turnover has to be pretty quick and you have to make sure everyone's in the right place at the right time, especially when there's only, you're doing everything in like half an hour blocks that, that must yeah. take some logistics right yeah that's certainly all timetabled out again i'm not like super involved in that but yeah it's all yeah. there there is some certainly some excel spreadsheet logistics behind that i can tell you <laughs> so do, do you um, get sorry go on Robin. oh no i was i was literally just gonna gonna say again when we're saying about like some all these sort of um different interactions taking place especially in the woods and i mean I feel like we've done enough fighting in the woods and enough skirmishes to have, or, or out in the woods and the fields to have been able to be everywhere. But every time we go through, even though I'm sitting thinking, I must have been in this exact spot before, but no, to me, I am in a completely different place. I don't recognize anything and I am very alone right now because it just feels so, so spooky. Like speaking with that, that herald and the way that was set up was just absolutely incredible um i think i said before e1 that one of my biggest fears was interacting with a herald or an eternal like that was at the top of my list of one of the things that i was most scared to do because it sounded so scary it wasn't that bad it was scary but it could have gone worse <laughs> they don't all seem as as lovely as rebel seems <laughs> Rebels, rebels, rebels are top tier of lovely. You know, I've uh, I've played a lot worse than rebel. It's it's really good to hear that though, because I mean, it's 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 one of the strange things. So one of the things I'll say about plot NPCs is um, 
you know, like I said, it's a really fun experience. You get you get to do you get to do so much, um, and and just help the game run. You know, it's Empire, Empire's favourite lap I've ever done. It's still is has been has been since the start. So you know, um, you know, once I was done playing, really happy to make it run. But yeah. you know, when you go out on seven or eight or whatever many it is rolls or, or you know a weekend and you know you'll go out do your plot and then you're like right that's it time for the next one and you kind of go out you can go and get you know it, it, i don't want to say it becomes mundane but it's you know it's 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 it doesn't have the same it doesn't have the same impact so then when you get the get the the, the frothing players who are like oh my god that was so cool to meet your herald and i was you know and, and they're just telling you what an amazing experience it was you know it really reminds you oh yeah this is this is cool just a reminder to everyone that you should send your nice feedback in to uh, to, to PD or, or put it on Facebook because uh, all of our plot NPCs and skirmish and everyone love to hear the good times that people have. Oh, of course. There's an email that people can send their feedback to, isn't there? Yeah, yeah so you we'll, can we'll send sure it. We'll yeah. put that in the description and people can send all their lovely interactions with Revel in. Yeah. <laughs> And it really, and it, yeah, it really makes a difference as well because sometimes it is a lot of hard work backstage. So, and you just, you know, you don't always know how things have gone. So, you know, you, you sometimes you you have the encounter, you're out of there, and you're like, the players enjoy it. I hope so. Well, <laughs> no yeah, cause, cause, yeah, because role play is a, is a is a tricky thing. I mean, it's hard enough when like because obviously we had a little bit more experience in tabletop before we came to to LARP, but it's a similar type of thing that sometimes when you're like DMing, it's easier because you've got the people right there and you can get feedback a little bit easier sometimes. But it's always difficult because people, like people are role-playing things like anger and hatred or disgust or something like that. Sometimes, And then especially for you guys, because they just, they just kind of leave you and go back to camp and you're just like, yeah, did they did they enjoy that? Was that was that a good experience for them? Did they enjoy the whole thing or or not? You know. Yeah, yeah. Usually, as long as someone's felt something strongly about it, that's usually that's usually a good wow. sign. As long as people are kind of are kind of getting into it, you know the you know the the worst encounters are one where you kind of go out and just no one really cares, um, you know, and just sort of it's a little bit middling. And but sometimes that happens. You know, sometimes people just for whatever reason, uh, well interested or, or sometimes sometimes you go out and you know there's, there's a timetable clash or people something's come up that means people are just really busy and aren't interested in this weird guy who's come from outside of anvil and i don't know what they're, you know i don't know what they're talking about yeah. so um you know so sometimes that happens but yeah if you get a nice strong response that's uh that's uh, usually a good sign yeah because like we, the one the one we went on it was like like literally from my character point of view, like nothing, I did nothing because I, I was just there as muscle. Uh, and yeah, we, we, we went off into this, it went off into the, into the woods. Um, and it was one of, we, we don't, we don't know which one, it was one of Soren's bands anyway. And they were basically like, you know, you, you why are there so many of you, you know, and the people who were there for parlay, they were like, well, they, they can come, you have to stay here, you know, and they were just like encircling us, you know, and and, tr and trying to rile us up. While there was a conversation that Robin was a part of over with the Herald. And so my entire, in, my entire encounter was that she just standing like a damn sentinel like this, but it was, but it was, it was such good game because that's, that it was so tense. That was why it was so tense because I kind of had it, I had a feeling that it's either go, we're either, either nothing's going to happen or something very bad is going to happen, like very bad. There was no in between. <laughs> no in between. So the fact that we, I walked in, did nothing, and walked out, uh, is one thing. But it was, it was, it was so good because of the, because of the tension that was there. It was, oh, it was so good. Yeah, yeah, no, and 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 
yeah, a lot of a lot of the encounters like that, it's you know, props to the to the um, set dressers and, and the encounter ten people and, and all of that, or just or just logistics people. Because sometimes as an NPC, you do just kind of look around and go, "This is really cool. This is this is like we're not doing theatre of the mind stuff here. This is uh, you know, um, this is some really really cool stuff that have, that people have have come together and and, and set yeah. up. Yeah, this is atmospheric. So obviously, like, yeah, you want the the, the good feed, the good feedback for you guys is good because then you you know that if people are into that type of thing you want to do more of that but you alluded to earlier to do more of that stuff you need some more people so you you're currently you are currently looking for people to join the mpc side of the game is that right yep yep yeah that's correct so um so as of uh, may 2023 um and plot npc is uh, recruiting um as are several other groups so it's all up on the wiki the, the current crewing opportunities because not all teams are always recruiting um so so there's the the, the current opportunities will, will, will be on there mm-hmm. uh but plot npc often is recruiting um and that's because um plot npc and referee have the two most stringent requirements for coming in um and are also sort of the most limiting so talk about the requirements um you need to, so if you want to join plot npc mm-hmm. you need to have either a year's experience of empire or 10 years experience of lot and this is just purely from experience again for all the stuff we talked about about how much stuff you've got to know about the system you know a we want to send people out and you know you, you you know be able to convincingly you know portray a character from you know wherever to a player you don't want to you know go up send someone out as an or as any and they go immediately shake someone's hand or something like that you know <laughs> uh, you know um but and also obviously we don't want to put people in a situation where they kind of you know go talking to a bunch of high you know high-ranking players and then realize they're out of their depth and you know um things you know uh, things are gonna gonna go wrong especially just because of the way empire is you know you're an NPC, you go out, you put a piece of information into the world, you're going to go back to the tent and that piece of information is just going to spread around the field, you know, while, while you're away. So, um, so there's quite, so there's quite a bunch of rules about how we, um, should, how plot NPCs should, should interact with players, mm-hmm. um, basically to, to try and stop that from happening. Um, and then the other thing is, um, when you are a plot NPC, so you don't get to play the event as a, as a character, um, you uh, you can have what's called an R and R character if if you want. So it's just a character who you you play on your downtime, but okay. you shouldn't expect to get more than kind of like a couple of hours. Um, usually, it's kind of like um, you know you might go out late at night. Yeah, um, when most yeah. yeah when most of the plots are done. But even so, there 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 there, there are um, plots running basically right into timeout. So sometimes you won't get to do that at all. Um, and um, you're very limited in what you can do as a as an R and R character. You know, I mean, a you want to be in the field for a few hours at most, but also you know, there's a bunch of stuff you're not allowed to do um, because as point PCs, a we know a ton about the game. We have you know access to all all the vaccine information. Uh, but you should shouldn't be taking game away from from uh, game away from players. Um, and also, ideally, you want to be a plot NPC for at least a year straight um, okay. because just so you can get into those roles and kind of you know because there is a bit of a there is a bit of a learning curve kind of going in so you want to yeah. you want to get in we don't want people doing a plot npc for for a for an event and then going playing for an event and doing plot npc or anything like that it's want it to be kind of like a like a like a commitment so yeah. like i say it's most fun i've ever had probably laughing to be honest it's, it's certainly you know i i to some degree prefer it to playing um certainly 
now that my, my plane's over um but you know it is a, is a bit of a commitment yeah so, so that's a requirement is that like you play for at least and when you say year like all four events ideally if you can uh, uh so when we say a year kind of it's that's more of a that's more of a an expectation that you're going to come in and do a do a chunk of npc you know there's no requirement that you turn up for every event right okay um, you know, if, so, you, if you can just turn up for yeah. yeah it's just you can't go back to playing yeah just like so you can't between. go oh i'm gonna npc this um, event and play that event and npc this event yeah, yeah. So you can't just do obviously if you, yeah obviously if you turn up and, and you decide it's not for you um and you want to go back to playing or go to another group that that's that's fine you know it's um it's just the um you know you get people sometimes who are like oh i'd like to you know npc one event out of four and then play the rest and and that's 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 not possible unfortunately yeah. um, you need to look at if you wanted to crew you need to look at one of the other crew groups who, who do let you play the event like the kind of red cups or, or gate crew yeah okay yeah. yeah so if people then are wanting to or they've, they've you know they've, they've got the experience they've got the commitment there and they really want to come and do it how are they best actually putting themselves forward for that are they best going through the wiki and contacting through there or are they best emailing yeah, you need to email. I believe it's crew at Profound Decisions. Um, the email address is, is is definitely on the wiki. Um, yeah, yeah. And then uh, and then what happens? So the the head of uh, NPC is someone called is someone called Beth. Um, they'll get in touch, and they'll sort of discuss from there with you. Um, you know all the requirements, what you know what, what the setup is, and all that. And then uh, hopefully you'll come along and uh, come to the event, and we'll uh, start giving you some roles. Yeah. Um, it'll be good fun what about what about um kind of time outside of events because i know i know we've spoken to a couple of egregores and they're they're usually like their their job is at the event and that's kind of it so what what kind of time is expected of you outside of the event so uh, the the minimum is is you have to is is, is 4 p.m on friday we have the we have the okay. npc meeting and then through basically through to the end of the event um and, you know, and help with takedown uh essentially if you don't want to do anything outside of those times you don't have to there's no requirement okay. um generally speaking um uh, lots of the plot writers like to do precast as many of their plots as possible um so we have a we have a facebook group and a discord and where where that's done where basically they'll they'll say these are the plots i'm running and, and right. you know, sort of give you the opportunity so you might have some reading before the event yeah. Yeah. Um, but but if you basically if you don't want to, you can just turn yeah. up to the event NPC it and, yeah. and go and go home. All right. I, I, is, is that kind of dependent on as well what type of NPC you're doing? Like if you're because like you were saying, if you're doing you know a lot of um, kind of in depth plot or something like that, or you're doing several characters, I guess that you'd probably want an idea of what type of thing you're going to be doing. Yeah. See, you you might. You might want to do kind of your homework and, and read up on the brief and read up on um and also just just reading the wiki is useful as well um you know just kind of if there's a um uh often if there's a plot uh i can see that's coming up or, or that or that so on the last event that's on an area of the game i'm not super familiar with i'll make sure i do my reading on it so if it does come up in the future i feel more prepared yeah. um so you know but uh, that's not a requirement that's just because i'd like to i like to do that i like reading the wiki so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's one of the things that it's it's not that like the wiki the wiki is a lot for me it de it definitely is um and it's it's just the way it's just the way i kind of process information it's it's if i'm i can read the, the wiki better if i go out and experience it in the field and then go and read the wiki. So, like, it, basically, if I read something on the Eternals, I'm like, this means nothing to me. But then, if I get dragged into like some Eternal game, and then I'm like, oh, 
like I'm way more likely then to just go and read up uh like Soren on the wiki, you know, I think is a, a lot of people like the um the audio version as well. Uh but I think with the audio version it is literally just a it's just a reading word for word of of the wiki. Um but I think the thing the best the best way to absorb the wiki is just to go and do it in play, I guess. I guess that's why they want you to do like a year of empire first before you do any NPCing, I guess. That's that type of thing. Yeah, and hopefully if you've got that experience then, you know, maybe if you've only played I mean I've uh, only ever played in the league as a character. Yeah. Um I'm not gonna tell you how many characters I've had <laughs> have a habit of dying on the battlefield, unfortunately. <laughs> um so uh you know, but you'll meet people from other nations, you know, all through you play. So even if you might not have ever gone on the Navarre yeah. page and read it in depth, it's like, yeah. you know, you might get cast for a Navarre role and you're like, oh, I've met Navarre before. I'll have a look at the wiki to make sure I've got it right. But, you know, I've got an idea of, of what's going on and sort of what, what, what is and is not the done thing. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's, 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 um, it just depends on what you do. You know, you know, some people do prefer to do it that way. Some of us are a bit of obsessive preparers like yeah. me. It's yeah. just all you know, how, um, yeah. yeah, it takes all kinds of NPC crew, which is one of the good yeah. things, you know, there's different people for different roles. We're not all the same. Exactly. Or you could start a podcast and just get people on and ask them, <laughs> ask them about their nation. <laughs> That's literally how I've learned about Empire. It's just like, uh, because we we started this and we we're like, oh, we're just talking about our experiences. I'm like, let's get other people, let's get our friend. Because at first we just we had like friend like friends that we met Empire, friends that we knew before before we went to Empire that went to Empire. They were in different nations. We were like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we got like you know Jamie on to come and talk about Navarre or something like that? And then and then everyone was like, people were like messaging us, being like, oh, you're gonna do all ten nations. I'm like, well, I, I guess we. I guess we better do it now. <laughs> better do it now. <laughs> so that's that's the way we I've learned Empire is 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 by just asking questions on a podcast. Uh, de- definitely. I mean, like I, I think I've done the same thing as 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 you said, Oliver. Where I've been, I've I, I have tried. I've tried reading the wiki, and for I I really do struggle to absorb the information that way. I I read the stuff I needed to read. And then, like we said, if I went and interacted with something, like before we were going around lots of nations gathering like love stories and things. And when I was in Barushka, I was like, oh, there's a lot of really exciting things here. When I got home, I was like, I'm going to read the Barushka wiki and actually learn about those those things I interacted with because there's an understanding there. So for yourselves, um, crew NPCs, plot NPCs, sorry. if somebody's joining as a plot NPC and they are quite new to it and everything, you said there's like the Facebook group and things like that. Is there a way for, is, are there people there that they can get in touch with between events if they are, you know, struggling with a bit of plot that they've been given or something? Are they able to just sort of ask lots of questions and get a lot of help between those events? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, generally, it's kind of will happen more at the event. You know, when people are coming in for the first time, generally, you're going to get sent out with other people. You know, we're not just going to like chuck you in the deep end and, and say go, unless it's someone who's really experienced. You know, sometimes you get people come in who've, who've played for, for years and years. And so, you know, are perfectly happy to just go and do that. But, you know, um, yeah, all get people up to speed, make sure they go out and sort of see you know see what the deal is and um and the and the plot writers as well you know before before every role are gonna are gonna make sure everyone's briefed and you know as as, as everything they need need going in so yeah we, we take care of people and, and again 
it's the double thing. We want to make sure that we're giving a good product to the players and, and we're not putting, you know, any of the crew in a position they, they don't want to be in. Um, yeah, we don't want to ever want to feel like people are out of their depth and uh, are worried they're going to set, like say the wrong thing or, or mess anything up. Yeah. Is it... Which is a very real concern. Like, that's, <laughs> well, that's what I was know. wondering, actually. If that is a real concern, are there, you know, procedure, or like without looking, looking behind the curtain too much, is there procedures in place for if something does happen and um, somebody does get confused, says the wrong thing, goes into the wrong detail, is there a way of rectifying those things or do you just go with it and see what happens? You, I mean, it, it depends on, on what you said, but yeah, generally you would try and, rec you would try and rectify it. So um, sometimes, I, I mean, so the main thing is, is, that, is, that, 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 is that the main thing is that we're told is that it's, you never make stuff up. Right. That you don't okay. that you don't know about you you'd never make stuff up and and if in doubt you just say no if someone's sort of okay. asking ask, asking you something so that's because again it's if you're in a smaller lot just is empire the only lot that you yeah that you've done yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. so in a so in a smaller lot you might have a lot more leeway you know for a player to sort of for an npc to sort of say something and then and then you kind of you kind of go with it but like i said because of uh how big empire is and how interlinked everything is it's, it's really important that we maintain the the, the integrity of um of, of what's going on and don't yeah. and don't have npcs putting out putting out the wrong information yeah. um so yeah we will try and rectify that it, it, you know, if it does happen but ideally you just never get to that point and <laughs> if, if you ever get if you ever get stuck um you know we can always find someone with yeah. a radio have you have um, you ever so... have you actually ever experienced that <laughs> so I, I've, uh, so so I've never. I'm not going to say never. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. I don't think I've ever done that. There was a moment uh, in the Grendel questioner uh, thing at the last event, which not, not particularly secret. So I think mm -hmm. it's, it's fine to talk about where um, there were four Grendel talking to assembled uh, Imperial priests. And we're having a discussion about, um, you know, the, the relationship between sort of what's the difference between like a, a questioner and a cardinal sort of having that discussion about what, what, what is, what's the different relationship in each of the nations. And someone asked me the question, it's like, so I was being a, a questioner of, uh, of the Grendel virtue of fidelity, which is like loyalty, but different. Um, and they went, is there more than one questioner of fidelity? And I just paused, look at them, and I was like, <laughs> one second. I had to go over to, to, to Matt P, who was also in the encounter, and she went, is there more than one questioner of fidelity? And he's like, of course there is. I'm like, of course there is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we solved that situation. So, yeah, sometimes you've just got to be like, give me a second. Um, there have been times as, as Rebel when I was not the plot writer where someone would ask me a question, and I would just be like, I need to go and speak to Varian, and I would just have to walk back to Monster. <laughs> ask a question and then walk back and just be like this is your answer yeah uh, because i did not want to say something that was not correct yeah and I then suppose, have to because yeah, like, then i have to do yeah because then you have to deal with the mess afterwards it's such so, a big so. system as well like like you were saying compared to a small system like if the wrong thing is to the empire that would just spread like thousands of people yeah, yeah. would then be thinking something about yeah about a certain herald that is just yeah that that is quite it yeah, I mean, it happens. <laughs> that's the thing. It happens, especially for things. It must happen all the time for things aren't that aren't um, that aren't verifiable because it definitely happens to the the things that are verified. Like 
when stats come out, like all weekend, everyone was like, I still don't know what the, the stat is. Yeah, but all weekend people thought, like, oh yeah, Navarre's now the biggest nation. Navarre's now the biggest nation. And, and then it just went round like wildfire that Navarre is now the biggest nation. All these little things, even rules and things like that, people go, oh, this is how this works. And if enough people say it, that becomes the rule. You know? <laughs> and it's like, is it? And then you check the rule, you're like, oh, actually, it's actually this because people just keep saying it. <laughs> The, the number of things that people will swear blind to you is true and some long element of plot or something, and it's just something a player's made up. Yeah. yeah. And we have got no idea what, what they're talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it's not infrequent for, you know, you to come back from a plot and be like, players are talking about like this, is this a plot? And people are just like, no. <laughs> I was going to ask you that, actually. I was like, yeah, so, so sometimes you'll go around, and because obviously, like, that's what I meant by the whole, like, that live feedback thing. So if you're like walking around, say if you're like walking around the league as a league NPC and you're doing some plot and then like you say, you hear them talking about something. Do you ever like go, what, wait, hang on. <laughs> They're going to do what? And do you ever like run back and go, uh, by the way, the players are talking about this. Do we do anything about it? Or do you just let them get on with it? Oh, you just let them get on with it usually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if it, you know, it's, it's um, so I sort of, Matt mentioned this when he was talking. It's mm. like it's there's very much sort of a boundary between the sort of the backstage stuff and the and and, and all the three thousand people sort of doing stuff in Anvil. You know what goes on in that big pot of three thousand people all talking to each other is often <laughs> quite opaque to us backstage. And then occasionally something or you know if if they try and sort of breach the barrier and you know um, ask a question or, or interact with the plot in some way, then at that point we can go you know we, we we can react appropriately but a lot of the time um you know this is a really common occurrence for blind disease but you'll sort of come out of the event and you'll have to sort of ask people what happened yeah because just that people will start talking about stuff and you're just like what you want? Yeah. <laughs> i've never we, did, we didn't hear about this at all because because your interaction with players is is basically strictly limited to the to, mm -hmm. the, to the plots that you do with i mean um one of, one of the interest, one of the interesting things that happens is when when a when a player character gets really prominent, you'll see this. I, I'm not sure if you'll have seen this actually yet. If you only started playing 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 in the last year, mm -hmm. but you'll start seeing messages underneath Winds of Fortune saying, "This person is a player character. They are not an NPC. Yeah. Do yeah. not contact PD about this." go and talk to this player character in character. So that happened with the Empress. People thought the, Emp the, the Empress yeah. Lizabetta was an NPC. Yeah. There was there was Yale. Um, do you, have you heard about Yale? Do you, no, even, do you no. know anything yeah, about I Yale? I don't know anything, no. Oh, this is, this is exciting. This, yeah. is, this is like, yeah, this is one of the interesting things about Empire is there is like ancient history that like yeah. that happened in play that people don't know about. Yeah, so, so Yale was, um, so Yale was a high-born priest of courage who had a past life vision and came back and claimed she was the first Empress reborn and that she had uh, ascended from the Paragon and had returned from the land before tears. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And to play a character, she just came back, she just said this. Um, a bunch of plot happened as a result of this. Uh -huh. So basically she ended up with this uh, amassed this, this following, in part because loads of parts of the synod said yeah she's cool we like it um we should we should we should we should follow her her doctrine and um and and basically over uh, i think it was like a couple of years or something this you know there, there was this plot arc developed um you know as people started supporting her and yeah. um you know she she assembled this uh 
uh, kind of like an army of followers you know, backstage and then people rejected her and, and eventually she was um, uh, she was executed executed for heresy um, in in public um, but yeah Yale was a PC and after or all these wings of fortunes it was just like Yale is a PC this is wow. this is a player character doing stuff go and talk to the player character if you if you have you know if you if you want to do something with Yale yeah. you know this is not yeah. this is not PD this is not PD's doing yeah is, is that is um, that something I mean probably it's not something that you, I imagine you deal with Mike, but like it, it, does it happen sometimes that so, yes if you get prominent then people start treating them like NPC or crew is there is that ever an issue like as in like for the player to be like hey you know <laughs> I'm getting hassle <laughs> I'm getting hassle because of my play um. I know people who, who it's happened to. It's mm. it's not it's not really a hassle per se. It's more it's it's more the PD will get complaints from players being like, "Why are you running this plot out or something?" Or I interacted <laughs> with this NPC and have to go. It's not an NPC. That's a player. <laughs> to talk to them. Um, and uh, and sometimes sometimes you get the reverse as well, where mm. um, people think an NPC is a player, um, right, and yeah. and then you sort of have to gently let people let people down. It's like probably not going to see this person again you probably shouldn't spend your time looking for them um you know <laughs> yeah because uh, sometimes you get it's like oh i want to send icy icy mail to xyz it's like no that's gonna happen no well, that's the thing like you, you you said earlier about like people will like recognize like recognize you and they're like oh i know what's going on but i think like like pixie was telling us a story about uh some uh like Varushkin coming in to like stimulate a, a a bit of plot, right? It was an encounter temp thing, but it was like it was a Varushkin coming in, going, "Oh, I need someone to help with my you know group, blah blah blah." Um, so yeah, he knew it wasn't a it wasn't a player character, but honestly, if someone I mean, maybe in Dawn, I think I know probably know enough people in Dawn now, but I don't know. I think that even if it, even in Dawn, maybe if someone just ran in and they were dressed Dawners, I probably wouldn't instantly be like, "Oh, that's an NPC. That's an NPC," you know, because especially if you knew her you would just you wouldn't know would you no. i i'm sitting here thinking i'm like oh no i've never interacted with an npc and i'm sitting here going have i i have maybe yeah. i have yeah. <laughs> there was but i'm still quite there was someone I interacted with last event who i'm still questioning if this was a player or not wait what interaction was this was a, Oh, I don't, I don't even tell you about this interaction. It was um... <laughs> oh, we're secrets on air. What? It was the person that did the storytelling in Navarre, the really scary, creepy story. And I saw them on the field and then I went to speak to them and the interaction was so scary and creepy and bizarre. <laughs> and they didn't look like they fit into any of the nations. And then they disappeared. And I, ever since then, I've been like, who did I speak to? Because it went very dark very quickly. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. I'm trying to think who that was. Were they not from well, they, 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 I said, you should come back. And then they said, are you openly inviting me to Navarre? And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. And they were like, I only need an invitation. And I was like, Oh no! Have I just killed a lot of people in what the bar? What have I done? What have I done? <laughs> Sorry, in the bar. <laughs> yeah. Are there NPCs that that do that type of like that are a little bit more like not what's the right word? Not like big big plot, but will just dot about for little things like that, or is it usually, or have you not really got the the uh, like the 
the people to just do mundane plot? Is is it always just something like, oh, that this is either you're either an emissary or a uh, yeah a quest giver or something, or do you do you get to do anything mundane? Yeah, there's certainly some sort of mundane plots. I mean, it'll again, it'll usually be related to something that's going on in the world at the at the time. Um, you know, so so maybe sort of seeing what people's opinions are on things, or or or, or you know, try to try you know try and try to suss out what's going on. So yeah, there, there's certainly like lower. Not everything's like super high stakes or or, or anything like that. Yeah. Um, again, it, just, it really depends on on what people think is would be interesting to do. Um, to do at the time um oh yeah uh we got we got written up in the, in the militia for this a couple of events ago we played a bunch of Ax- students from axos Nation axos oh nice, nice. Hey. we were just who we were just on a bar <laughs> <laughs> so we just, that yeah. was the plot that was the plot yeah we just went around on the bar <laughs> yeah so uh that's that's one part of the plot i haven't because i haven't interacted with any of the uh foreign nation stuff at all so what about things like um because I've got to admit, like, for Empire, I don't know whether it's just the t- just the feel of the game, and everyone gets into the gets into the, the 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 feel of it. It doesn't seem like a lot of times. I know I have heard situations where this happened, but do do you do you guys get briefed on things like what if the the player base gets like uh, kind of in character aggressive and because uh, like is there a lot of combat situations if you're playing like emissaries or if you're playing people from foreign nations yeah <laughs> oh yeah can be. can be so uh so so here's a funny story again this this happened in pretty much in public so yeah. <laughs> it's not really much of a surprise yeah. so first event it, this might have been my first role when i came when i came back no i must have, i must have played rebel before this mm. but um Basically, E1 after the pandemic, mm. first thing that came back, one of my first roles was uh, playing a Grendel guy coming on to Anvil because repeat Grendel people can come to Anvil now. So it was uh, me had three bodyguards because we were like this might get spicy, <laughs> um, and we uh, I was fully confident that everything would be fine. Yeah, because generally speaking, people talk a bigger game that they know. Yeah. actually actually do right yeah. and i was like i've been in this kind of situation before. i've been like a two on anvil before and it's fine like like people people where people won't do anything um people might look like that yeah look like they're gonna do but something they <laughs> but, but, but they generally won't um we took five steps onto the field and there was probably like 25 people all staring daggers at us and we got to the senate before basically a lynch mob descended really <laughs> and oh we uh got uh, and we got robbed uh, we were healed afterwards which is very nice um but uh yeah who was it was... was it the freeborn was it the freeborn uh i, I believe it's all i believe this is a matter of public record in the courts because so, I think the person the got uh got arrested but yeah <laughs> really? to, uh... this is oh yeah, about. Sure. yeah 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 um yeah, not to give not to give too much away about what will happen, but yeah, so certainly, um, so sometimes you know you're going to go into a situation where you're going to get shanked, um, mm. and that's that. Yeah. Sometimes, um, you know, if you you know playing a playing a character like that, it's like things might happen, but they yeah. might not. Um, and if if it happens, it happens. You know that that's the thing. If 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 
uh, you know, you play in Eris, so you go into the field and the Imperial Society is to stab you. Uh, well, that's what happened then. Yeah. I've, I've, like, like you said, <laughs> it, yeah, it, like the, the player base does seem to, um, like you say, talk a bigger game because when we first came into, like, again, it was our first LARP that we had done. And I think there are other LARPs where it is a little bit more like, uh, especially PvP and things like that. But on it, like we, you, you hear stories. Like, oh yeah, there was someone murdered by the to- by the toilets. There was someone murdered at murder murder alley. Blah 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 blah. And it's just like I've I've never I've never seen an actual fight like uh, over five events. I've never actually seen uh, apart from apart from dramatics like in the Glory Square. I've never seen anyone like actually having a life threatening like altercation with anyone like in the in amble you know it's not very common at all and when it does happen it's like the massive most massive gossip ever yeah like, like everyone knows because yeah. it's yeah. so weird that it happened like some marcher general running in and oh, <laughs> yeah. getting themselves killed that was i was i was in that i was one of the gara outside the senate for that uh for oh, the wow. um for the thing that that that's definitely top five roles i've ever, I've ever done that was that really was, that was incredible because that was one that, that was that was a moment that really showed off empire i think because you just you couldn't get that experience at any at any other lot both just the sheer number of people because we we it was like fifteen or twenty of us and one of the fun things about npc right is that if you're if you're coming on as a um as someone who's walked to Anvil, right? You're not playing Arrow, just coming in through the World Wars. You're, you're yeah. coming in through the regular, regular way. You've got to go up that road. So you come down from Monster, you sort of, you know, we, we gather up 15 to 20 of us, by God, but we can't oh. see the, the gate, right? We're round the corner. Mm-hmm. So we don't, we, we're gathering up and we don't know what's round the corner. And we round the corner preparing to go in and there's like 200 screaming people. Yeah. They're like the instant we turn the corner and walk onto walk onto Anvil and just like the atmosphere atmosphere of that is just like un- unlike anything because like the, the passion that people like were able to generate like from that moment you had like basically everyone from the, from the marches who were all just down ready to like just scream and go crazy and and we and we were outside the Senate but we had no idea what was going on like we were just going outside Matilda Fisher goes in with one of the attune and then that's it we yeah. just have no idea what's happening so so when um like the assassination attempt happens we just hear like a bunch of screaming behind us <laughs> and we're just like what has happened like in character we're just like and out of character we're just like what has happened yeah, is she dead is she alive like what <laughs> we have no idea and any we were just like at any point this gigantic mob could just like be us to death yeah. but, yeah. <laughs> and, but uh, it didn't as it happened yeah. but it was just like the atmosphere of that was yeah. Was was unbelievable and and like yeah, unlike yeah. anything else I've, I've had it a lot definitely yeah. So you're at, you're actually that's the thing you're actually laughing even though you you calling yourselves NPCs but it's like and yeah you do follow like a plot you know there's a plot to follow but you're not following a script like in those moments you are laughing because you're having to role play and just react to what the players are doing so you don't know what's gonna, <laughs> what's gonna happen you probably have an idea right but you don't know what exactly is gonna happen. No, yeah, I was yeah that one I wasn't prepared for that and and that one that the the role was, um, I was actually playing a, a Yagara who who'd been to, uh, and the previous summit side, which which again was a similar but different experience where it was it was me and and the plot writer in the uh, march of moot, uh-huh. basically getting simultaneously yelled at by 150 people, uh, and we got complimented on our on our conduct after that. We said we we held up held up quite well. 
Um, but no, this I, I this was a plot I came on sort of. I didn't, I didn't have very much notice. I think I think basically they were like, oh, we need like a bunch of Yagara to guard Matilda Fisher. Do you want to come? Yeah. And that was basically my brief. That was basically my brief. It's like you know what a Yagara is. You know who Matilda Fisher is. You played the person before. Mm-hmm. Get out there and spend, <laughs> you know. 30 minutes or whatever it was shouting at marches and getting shouted back yeah all right so you so like so say you're you're in the you're in the npc uh part of the team and you're in the tent uh do you, and then obviously you have you know you've got your characters play is that something that often happens that people will literally just be like hey here's some plot do you want to you know yeah get out there and do that G- generally speaking that kind of thing happens for um if you've got like a plenipotentiary or a or a delegation or something like that where it's like okay. we just need we need a bunch of people right, to go okay. to, to go do something you know it's it's you do get some last minute plots like if if just the timetable is not worked out or anything and then but yeah. then you you've got to go read you read your brief up normal but yeah sometimes yeah. it'll just be like hey, we want to we want to go do a thing we want some people so um and um again this is where it helps to you know have a have a good knowledge of everything so mm-hmm. you know people can just say uh, we need a Grendel person yeah. to, uh, you know, assist this person who's brief and is going to do all the talking. But you know, you know how to play a Grendel. Yeah. Off you go. Yeah. So that sounds um, really cool, actually. Yeah. Just that whole, like, you know, not knowing. Obviously, yeah, you know what you're doing with um, some of the plot, but that sort of like unknown of what's going to happen at the event because I guess yeah, everything is quite spontaneous a lot of the time. So being able to just be like, yeah, you know, we need a Grendel. Who wants it? You know, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and some and sometimes you do get plot written at the event as well. So sometimes you will have some, some like uh, some proper spontaneous stuff because the players have done something mad, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we get to we get to go in and <laughs> see what's happening. That, sitting there, being like, "What what have they done now? What have they done that is that has provoked this at the event?" <laughs> and that's great. That's what we want, right? We want we don't want it to be boring. We want people to we want people to just take stuff. You know, and that's often what we're looking to do as NPCs. You know, there's um, uh, basically I can't remember if it was Andy Raffles or someone else who wrote it. That basically you should always be looking to escalate every situation you're in. Like if you if you can, you always want to be like, because it's very tempting to go. How can I, you know, like, like what's the reasonable thing to do in this situation? But you know, where possible, you want to be like it will be the unreasonable thing that would yeah. make this situation much more exciting. Yeah, and yeah, human empathy can be a hard thing to kind of get kind of get over when you're trying to like you say when you're trying to be uh, not an antagonist but you're maybe you are trying to like, antagonize that situation and you're just like you're role-playing with people and they're like we really want this i suppose you have to sometimes you're like oh yeah you know what i kind of want to give it to them but actually it would be better game if i didn't give it to them or if i <laughs> if, I, if i make it harder for them to get it yeah yeah sometimes and and when it and when it comes i mean my, my personal absolute favorite thing is to play foreigners and barbarians that's yeah that's because that's you know you get to be part of a team that really brings the world to life you know this is this is the you know uh you know, nobody can play these people apart from apart from you know the the plot team it's going to be the only interaction they have and it's really it's really fascinating and interesting to be able to uh bring a different perspective into the game mm. um so you know you live in the same world as the empire all the people playing empire all of that stuff but you've you just come out from a completely different viewpoint so you can escalate a situation by being completely reasonable just because you're saying something that's totally reasonable to you but is complete anathema to to an to an imperial and um and and 
you know some and you can get some really good really good reactions out of that like sometimes you know sometimes you can you know give a hint away from you know something that's uh in the in the foreigner brief or the or the barbarian brief or something you see people go oh, uh, interesting like you know something they just like not thought <laughs> thought of thought of before um or you know you, you can you can you can put like a seed of doubt in people's mind about you know how the empires run and things like that and maybe get people you know to think about maybe why things are the way they are because one of the great things about empire is that you know all of the um, antagonists in the empire or the antagonists to the empire i should say <laughs> all have their reasons for doing things yeah. you know like um you know like the the your tune society is set up in a particular in a, in a particular way um that's you know makes sense to them but it's just totally incompatible with the empire and and, and the, the same for everyone else around it yeah. so my favorite role is the way you can have these really rich discussions with people who uh you know are from the empire and are trying to sort of you know match you in a battle of wits and you're trying to you know put your point across from a for, yeah. from, from the foreigners point of view there you that that's when you really got to think on your feet because there you've just got to take a, a you know just a brief of uh you know what the foreign nation or the barbarians are about and then go toe-to-toe with someone who's who's trying to sort of yeah especially you know, when they're debating. yeah especially when they're in it as well and they're like they're they've got like you know thousands of people around them that are all role-playing that they believe in the same thing <laughs> the same thing you know yeah That's luckily it. luckily it's not hard to get two people in the empire to disagree on something Gosh. so you know <laughs> <laughs> it was like when we were speaking um we were speaking before about the the Yotun, um specific um specifically and um out of character so no one come and execute me okay i don't really think this in character but out of character i was looking through some of this stuff and i was like do you know i feel like we're actually the bad guys in this situation you have got some really good points and they seem to have a good system set yeah. up here oh no yeah I, i've always thought that i was like it was like we were supposed to be talking about the yotan i'm like oh today we're talking about the good guys <laughs> a little bit more honorable actually now i think about it <laughs> yeah yeah then you so 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 the, the key the key with the with the foreign nations and barbarians is so you have that first moment of people where it's like oh the empire are the good guys they're the protagonists and then you have the second moment where you're looking like oh maybe the empire are the baddies and maybe the yatoon are the goodies and then you have the third moment where you read more about the YouTube. oh yeah yeah like, oh no they're also <laughs> they're also <laughs> yeah it's it's shades of gray i think i think it would be uh as yeah. maybe the, the game wouldn't work if it was all if it was all just black oh yeah the this is a just this is a good this is a good nation this is a bad nation you know it's not I like know, you need those shades of gray don't you like you need like that sort of that development that sort of thing that this is actually yeah a full barbarian nation yeah. you know there, there has to be you know something more going on there not just good guys and bad guys and it's just yeah. i think the issue with the yotin with us is we've always played them like when we've been monstering and there's been so many moments there where i've been like wow the way that i play my yotin character is um it's quite honorable and nice compared to maybe sometimes how my empire character is like in a battle. I mean, I'm literally standing there being like, it's unhonorable to fight this person crawling away. I will let them go. My empire character would have killed them if they were on the other side. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, I know, especially when you're playing Dawn, because uh, this is the, like you said, it's, it's so easy to get get people debating. Like I can like even, even on like I can, I can debate people on glory instead of people, one Dornish person be like, oh yeah, well, this is glory. I'm like, actually, 
Actually, <laughs> actually, no. People will get confused, especially with the Yoda. They go like, they 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 always do this. They always go, oh yeah, that's not very glorious. I'm like, you mean it's not very honourable? <laughs> that's what, that's what you're talking. I'm always like, leave the honour to the Yotun and the winter markers, probably. But it's like, no. Hey, it's, it's uh, you want to win by any means necessary. That's glory, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. Empire, Empire is a game that's very much based on ambiguity. Like it's, it's at every, at every level. You know, there, there, there's ambiguity at the heart of it. There, there is no, there is no one, one right answer. And um, you know, the game runners have said, you know, from the very beginning, that there's going to be a bunch of stuff which is just never going to be firmly settled in play um to, to to leave to leave to leave that ambiguity um and and even and even so there's plenty of stuff where you know um people have all all the same information but have but have come to different conclusions you know um you know with with sort of sort of the, the evidence that leads to the way of virtue and things like that you know mm. you know at the end of the day the empire four is the way of virtue because the way of virtue is specifically designed to be a fun religious system to actually play a larp in you know you don't yeah. have to worry about whether someone in the commonwealth or the Yatoon is fun to play yeah. um but you know at the end of the day you can still they have access to all the same information that the empire does for the most part but they've just their society is has come about in a different way yeah um and um and and you know they're you can uh, you can have an interesting sort of sort of debate they can they, you know they can be an interesting foil to foil to the empire you know the the I mean, <laughs> I love the Yatoon. I love the Yatoon as, as a concept. I'm always my favourite thing is to play yeah. Yatoon characters. Yeah. But basically because of this reason, because they have a very fleshed out mm -hmm. system and ethos and, and, yeah. and things like that. And um, yeah, and and you really, uh, whenever I'm Yatoon, I always really emphasise the, like, the difference between the Yatoon and the Empire is that the Yatoon, yes, we have thralls, right? The Yatoon the have thralls. And the thralls are bound to the Yatoon, but the Yatoon are bound to the thralls as well. Yeah, it's it's, it's the duty of the Yatoon to protect to protect the thralls who are in who are in who are in their charge. And you can't say the same for the Empire because the Empire doesn't seem to have a lot of care about its individual its individual citizens. So yeah, maybe you don't have you know well the Yatoon wouldn't say they have slaves, but that's a matter of some debate. But you know, even so you can say you know what you're. Uh, well this is the yeah. thing it was like i think when we were talking we were talking about the ocean i'm like oh they're the good guys and yeah i got hit back with that they were like oh yeah well you know they are slavers i'm like well i don't know if it's a trade for them you know <laughs> it's not really like it's not, i don't know if it's business for them but i mean you could see it as slavery blah, blah, you know hey i mean it sounds very it found sounds very similar to the uh the dawn yo folk um uh relationship really you know <laughs> <laughs> it's just... anyone anyone in the society can pick up a sword at any time according to the marchers exactly according to the marchers, according to the marchers <laughs> it sounds very similar um it's oh yeah the, the the yo folk uh dornish thing is is uh I, I i i love that because i think it's very unique in the game compared to every other nation and it's it's so it's it's hard it's it's harder for the um the yo folk players uh, but they do a very good job of justifying it because they get it at all angles. They're like they have the like the marchers being like, oh yeah, well if they don't if they don't treat you right, then you know why are you why are you a you know servant to them? And they're like, no, we're not we're not servants. And it's easy for the nobles because we just like, oh yeah, well they can they can be noble anytime or they can leave and go to the marches, you know. Um, but yeah, the, the the some of the yo folk players are very good at justifying why like no, I don't want to be a noble because of this, and <laughs> no, I'm not a servant because of this, you know. Um, 
the game's so good at giving you those little things just to just to cling on to and and fight your case. Oh, definitely. And mm. I think every Empire player definitely does like a good argument about a different part of the game that they are invested in. But yeah, yeah I mean, you, you said that you really enjoy playing the sort of the barbarian races and things like that. Um, when it comes to the actual like big battles and things like that, do you have much role within there at all? So some people do. So so my I've got an arrangement where I will play the battle and then I run an elite monster unit on the oh, nice. um whatever day the, the the league is the league is monstering. So um, I can't actually remember whether I I didn't start the league of monster, monster unit. Someone else did, but I I took over running it. Mm-hmm. quite early on i can't remember whether that was before or after i joined npc crew i think it was after mm-hmm. um but yeah i had, a, had an arrangement but um but yeah but um generally so so plots will go out during the battle so so some plot npcs will be going out because not everyone goes out to battle so there'll be stuff going out in the morning some people will do stuff during the battle will play sort of named npcs during the battle um some people just go and do skirmish or or, or battle it themselves mm-hmm. so um yeah, it really depends on, on what pe- what people want to do essentially definitely on some battles there is um, yeah. plot npc roles out there um although a lot of the, the battle npc roles are played by skirmish crew as well yeah that I mean, sounds pretty pretty flexible so currently as of may is may today yeah as of may 2023 how, like how how roughly how many how many people are you actually needing for for npc crew are you as in is it a big number is it a medium number is it a small number uh i believe speaking to beth it's, it's about eight or so okay about eight or so people that we that we that we could get absolutely um, yeah I, I i can't don't quote me on that number yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not my it's not my job to yeah. uh, so, to so recruit, you're but... not yeah you're not at the de- you're not at the need where you're like not at the moment where you're like crap we need like hundreds of people to to come in and and, and nbc yeah. at the minute no so um yeah so 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 we're pretty low on npcs at the minute mm. basically um but you know we, we you know we, we've, we've we've got to get by like i say we're, we're trying to get people get people in who are interested maybe people who've been been playing their character for a long time and are maybe looking for a, for a change of pace or mm-hmm. have, have maybe done stuff that the most common phrase that i hear it's like oh, i'd love to join npc crew when my character's dead yeah. and uh <laughs> i totally get like, it okay. yeah 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 so um yeah so so uh i mean it's it's it, it's up to people really like yeah. like i say they're the sort of the sort of perfect npc recruit is someone who's been playing the system for a while is looking to move on maybe they're not super keen on the kind of politics side of things of empire because that you know like i say from from having a from having a hat in the past that can be the kind of exhausting part is just all the politics around getting a hat and how much of your event that can take up um and you know spending all of that time just doing that at an event to go from that to then just being like you're going to get to do a bunch of different stuff at an event um it's going to be all different stuff you're going to be get get to do stuff you couldn't do as a player mm-hmm. It could be like a really, a really, you know, like ref, like refreshing change, and and there's there's a bunch of people out there who prefer that, you know, that style of play to to the, um, you know, to kind of what you uh, what you get on the what you get on the player side, and vice versa. There's plenty of people who 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 who, yeah. who, wouldn't, who prefer that to yeah. to the NPC side. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess once we've once we've tried, because we're we're still pretty fresh, and we're still trying things. Robin, um, 
has, has now got an imperial position. So like, uh, <laughs> you 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 realized very quickly, didn't you? You were like, oh, I'm oh. gonna go for this. Um, and then like moments after you became night protector, like people instantly started wanting to like, just, oh, oh yeah. And you're like, I'm tired. And then every two seconds, someone was like, oh yeah, uh, um, I need to speak to you about this. I need to speak to you about that. And we're like, oh, welcome to it. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got 10 minutes into it. And I was like, I need a designated note taker to follow me places now because <laughs> I can't keep all this knowledge in here. <laughs> Well, I, th- I thought that when you were saying about the NPC, like they only only need him really, really to you know to as long as you show up for the weekend. I'm like, man, that sounds less work than if you had a a, a player hat. <laughs> yeah, it was like when I when I went from from being a general to being an NPC, it was like, oh, no one wants to send me. No one wants me to send them letters in between events. I don't need to. Yeah, yeah, I don't need to go to player events and like beg senators to vote for me. Yeah, so so like so, um, I think PD put a thing out before he won that they're not just looking for NPCs. Kind of, are they, are they looking for? Are they look? They're looking for just crew in general, are they? So so uh, they're looking for specific roles they're, uh-huh. they're for for quite a number of them, but yeah. in part just because of you know how, how big the game's getting i mean the, the the two biggest needs are always generally npc crew and referees yeah. just because those, those have got the most stringent requirements and you don't really get to play the event um yeah. you know per se so um i know i know referees they 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 uh want some prior referee and experience uh, ideally um yeah. and then i think there's um i think the the god crew so the people behind the mm. uh behind the desks on the table and uh, i think they want some other sort of site site crew um in general um but yeah i, I mean uh, I just just to reiterate what i was saying about having fun you know i know people in the referee team and in the god team and and they you know, they both have to remind people it's like no i do have fun at the event. yeah you know i don't i'm not playing a character or whatever but i still get to have fun helping people and you know being around and and all of that so yeah. you know um you know don't 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 worry about us yeah, uh, yeah. having fun backstage and you know uh, and like i say if, if 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 people are interested you know um I think, I think you're gonna put the email address in, in but yeah have a look yeah, at whatever the, the the crew in information is and um it would and it'll you know if you're not listening to this in may it'll, it'll change you know depending on on needs at the time sometimes you know different different teams are different people yeah well well yeah hopefully they'll hopefully it'll keep growing and they'll there'll always be a need for um for more people in all in all areas you know i'm, I'm, I'm assuming so i mean uh matt was pretty humble when we spoke to him in December, um, and I, I'm pretty sure uh, Matt said, "Oh yeah, I think we we went up in numbers quite significantly because of we had two years off from COVID." Um, but from uh, and it won't be that that won't be the case, I don't think. And I think he was, you know, I think he was just being humble because I think there was a post I think he put out right before the event, being like, "Oh yeah, this is the biggest biggest event we've ever had." He won, so. It's probably yeah, I don't know if it right. went up. I don't know if it went up as much as it as it had previously, wow. but yeah, it's still uh, it's still going up. So <laughs> it's still, going, up. It's still going up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, hopefully they'll they'll still you know there'll always be um, openings for 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 crew and things like that. Is there is there anything else you want to uh, say about the NPC side of things or any other information you want to give out to people before we wrap up, Mike? 
No, I don't think so. I mean, if um, uh, I'm I'm on the uh, I'm on the Empire Discord and things like that. So if anyone wants to reach out, ask any questions, um, you know, happy happy to do so. Um, I can't give you away any of my secrets. Um, you know, that's <laughs> ask <laughs> Mike anyway. It'd be fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, well, yeah I'll, Make him I'll, sweat. <laughs> I'll just say no. I'll just say no. Um, uh, but no, yeah, just just say yeah. It's it's. Um, well, like I say it's 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 the most fun I've had laughing. I I love it. I love getting to to think about the wider world and um you know bringing the wider world to life to the to the people. Um, love you know the feedback and all, all the good stuff that people people have. Getting to see all the all the great stuff that you know the plot production and the costume people and the set dresses do backstage. Getting to getting getting to see all of that. Yeah. Um, like I say, if you want, um, you know, I love playing as well. So obviously, you know, want people to have their fun playing. But if you if you're thinking about a bit of a different experience and are willing to take a year out, I highly recommend it. Awesome. Yeah, it sounds like you really enjoy it. And I mean, I knew nothing about about the um, plot crew before this. And now I'm just like, this actually sounds really exciting. That sort of being able to play those different roles and to, yeah, just see a whole different side of the game. It sounds sounds absolutely yeah. wonderful. It's, it's one of those games, Empire, isn't it? Because it's Because it's such a good game. It's like, yeah, like all the aspects of the crew do sound fun, but I also want to play. <laughs> but I also want to play. It's like that D and D game where you're like, I I would love to run it, but I also want to play it. The the ideal game to play is also sometimes the ideal word game to run is also the ideal game to play. So it's difficult to make that choice. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but I'm I'm looking for. I'll definitely be seeing you around, Mike, uh, in character because I'm definitely going to be casting uh, Challenge Your Own Duke yeah. at some point. <laughs> Look at the winds of fortune for your old power level. Away, might not be me. I, there's other, there's, there's other about now, but uh, oh, but I'll be about. You know, I'm getting that. I've just had getting that itch in the back of my head. Where it's like, Ooh, I could go back to playing, but uh, I think I've seen too much. I think I've seen too much behind the scenes. I've seen things that cannot be unseen, and so uh, I, I imagine I will, so. Uh, yeah, I will be uh, be on the other side of the hedge uh, for in perpetuity. I think. <laughs> fantastic well thank you very much for coming on mike it's been a been a pleasure um learning about the npc crew right folks should we say goodbye to the podcast bye everyone Hi if you enjoyed this show give us a like give us a follow if you are interested in anything that we've talked about today especially concerning the npc role at empire larp the emails that we discussed are in the video description it is relevant as of 2023 currently so do go check if you're interested you can go and check out some of our other videos that we have done over here until the next time though we love you and stay safe